Is this cinnamon going to bring more money into your life? Which cinnamon can be used for that? So it's just about knowing those different things. Wow. Okay. Making a note. Buy more <laughs> cinnamon. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode. If it's about damn time, I am Jared Dam back in the building once again. And y'all, it is the countdown to the, 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 the conclusion, the finalization of season four. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do seasons and I went back and forth with it, but uh, I felt like the only time that I, I could really decide that, you know, if I'm going to do a season, which I'm not going to leave y'all like I'm just, it's still going to be content coming out, but, uh, you know, maybe take a little break from new episodes and recording because my kids will be here, uh, this week, the kids will be here this week. So I'm really excited, uh, to have them for the, for a few weeks that I have them, um, for the summer. So got to go into daddy mode, be jam packed, doing activities. You know, we start planning out stuff on what we're going to try to do. You know, try to get Noah at the house a little bit because I know he want to. I know he wants to play his video games. Brooklyn has already planned out a lot of stuff on what to do for the time that she has here, as well as find new ways, brand new spanking ways to spend Daddy's money. That's right. Nobody spends Daddy's money like Brooklyn spends Daddy's money. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited to have them both here. So, um. So you got you got a new one this week, and you got a new one next week, and and then and then you know I'm gonna get real creative. I I got y'all. Don't don't sweat it. I got y'all. I think. <laughs> but uh, overall, you know uh, what a difference a week makes. I think I think the last time I was on this mic talking to you all, I was you know emotionally and mentally drained. Um, last week I took the opportunity to do little to nothing. Like I, I wanted to do more. Y'all, you know, anybody who listens to this show, if you've been listening for, for as long as you've been listening, know that I'm this guy who I always have to do something. I always need to do something. It wasn't happening. It was not happening. The 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 mind and the body was like, uh, sit down. Now I still had enough to sit there and still do, you know, my calorie burn and, and, and get that going. I don't know how. I don't know how I think I think it was the the challenge of a of a of a competition. Um, cause I'm competitive it's, it's all get out. So that definitely was one of the things that, that, that took me over the top of uh, the challenge of a competition. But, um, other than that, man, like I was, that's all I did. I was laid in the bed and watched, um, Parks and Rec. So, <laughs> so it feels good to be a little bit more creative this week. It feels good to, um, you know, to push forward and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
this break is coming um, in, a, in a good time for me um, as well. Hopefully, I don't try to do too much, but I'm, I'm, I'm already like overthinking on ways that I can do more. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But again, no need to worry about it. You got you got a new episode uh, next week. I got a guest that's coming up next week. You know, that's going to talk about um, this demystifying startup life. So that should be an interesting conversation. But no need to look forward. To next week, this week, I am talking to Leah the Sunstar. It's about damn time I talked to Leah the Sunstar because uh, I've been trying to get her on for a while. She is a very busy woman. Um, you know, I, I run down the list of different things. Leah, Leah does so much. So I'm, I'm going to talk about that in the episode on everything that she does. But a lot of the stuff revolves around, you know, you know, you know, Zodiac and uh, astrology and uh, just, you know, being in that spiritual world. And I know I've had spiritual guests on before, but um, it's always special to me. Uh, you know, Leah, I brought on kind of talk about Zodiac compatibility and, you know, you know what to look for and, you know, you know, you know Taurus versus, you know, <laughs> who should be the mate. And that conversation morphed into basically like her looking at my, you know, my birth chart. You know, you know, because it's not just the, the the sun sign, which we get into that about the sun sign. Like that's the sign that you know. Oh, I was born April twenty sixth, so I'm a Taurus. You know, it's it's levels to this shit. So for for those who who are just like zodiac stuff, horoscopes, ugh, I don't know. Look, look, it's you know, and they and they read what what's generally put on in the newspaper or online or. Wait, people don't read newspapers, do they? Anyway, they read on what's online, showing my age. They read what's online or wherever it pops up for them. And like, oh, that's kind of me, but it's not kind of me. Well, it's levels to it with the moon sign and Mercury and Venus and Mars and the, the, the South Node and the North Node. Yo, look, it's a lot. Yo, Leah's going to get into all that. She's going to tell me about myself. Yo, this is a conversation that... that if you would see my face, it was wide. The mouth was wide open. It was, you know, like I felt it was our first real conversation, like, you know, hearing each other's voices and from what she was reading about me and everything that was going on. I felt like she knew exactly who the hell I was. So it was a great conversation. So at the very least, it's opening your minds to things that you wouldn't necessarily have your minds open to. And that's what it's all about here. And it's about damn time. So without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Leah and me. It's about damn time. You know, I've been studying human design recently. Yeah which is another modality. And um, I'm actually in a class for that now. I go once a week. And um, man, it truly teaches you like more, it's more than astrology. So with astrology, you're looking at things one way with human design, you're looking at when you came into the world, you know, how um, the planets lined up, not just when you were born, but three months before you were like wow. before you came out and it truly teaches you like like for me for me it has taught me that <laughs> if I don't use my energy the way I need to use my energy mm-hmm. 
I won't feel satisfied. Mm. I won't feel a sense of satisfaction. So getting into human design has just taught me a lot about the fact that I do, I have like one of the highest energy drives that, you know, I rarely sleep. I sleep maybe four or five hours yeah. a night. That's a maybe. Yeah. Um, Cause I have so much going on, but I have the energy to, to get it done. So I always tell people, you have to know your body and you have to know your bandwidth. You can't put 10 things on your list <laughs> and then only accomplish like three or four. And, and then, you know, feel kind of hard on yourself. But the, the key, and I don't know what your human design is, but the key to it is um, put things on your list that you need to accomplish in that day. Yes. Um, you know, keep any appointments, of course, that you, you have with other people, but at the same time, listen to your body, um, when it comes to completing those things, Mm -hmm. when it comes to completing any tasks that you have, listen to your body. If your body is saying, "Uh uh-uh. Don't force your body to do something. You already, so you, you dropping all this science and, and all this information right now. Um, I hadn't even introduced you yet. Like, man, like this is this is great. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for this conversation. Well, welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam, and I know y'all listening. I know y'all. I know y'all hear this science from probably, and, and that's going. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna be our first question. Probably the best name in the game today because I love your name, Leah, the Sun Star. The Sun Star. So you are a second gen- generation astrologer, a sixth generation herbalist, a medium, a fairy, a priestess, a coach. You got a bachelor's in psychology. You got a master's in social work. You got a master's in informational systems. And now you just told me you study human design. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you do it all. <laughs> that resume, that resume, girl. I'm, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. I am. <laughs> How are you doing today? How, how's everything going? Everything's going okay. Everything's going okay. I'm, um, I'm, I'm. If I had to give myself a number vibrationally, I'm about at an eight. Mm. So I think an eight out of ten is mm. good. Mm. See, that's what I need to start doing. I need to start, yo. How do you how do you test your how do you test your vibration like how do you, you is it just like just feeling good you just kind of just you know you kind of like a little self check how do you just know that you're at an eight like how does that work? So I like to look at different categories. So I look at work, I look at like my personal life, and then I look at like recreation and play. Mm. So, um, and I kind of rank myself in each category and then I round it up, you know, and then, so, you know, if I'm at a 7.5, I'm like, okay, well, if I eat a nice, if I treat myself to a nice meal that I really like, then that'll move me up to an eight. So I think tonight, this is great. I got other stuff to do outside of this, but if I can just have me a nice glass of Riesling and some veggie pasta or something, mm. you know, that'll round me up to an eight, eight and a half. So, yeah. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to take your same advice and I'm going to find me something nice to eat as well. I know we don't have the, the same diet, but because uh, I still eat meat, <laughs> but well, I'm, I'm getting there. Like, that's a work in progress. That, that's a whole new podcast episode. But anyway. <laughs> I eat meat. I just really eat mm. according to my blood type. 
that's a whole new podcast episode too because I, I i have been looking <laughs> into that and um i know it's a lot of science involved in it, a lot of research has been involved in it especially like when in order to like lose weight or you know you know work on you know like i got type 2 diabetes and and so like you know you know lessening and eliminating eliminating that so yeah i gotta do some more research on that so that's ooh. see i gotta start writing some stuff down i can see right now i'm gonna be writing stuff down with you all all episode let me get i should have my notebook ready so anyway yeah the blood type the blood type diet is pretty dope i feel like you know i i've been on it since really 2016 Mm -hmm. and um I noticed the difference when I got off of it for a little while. I noticed the difference in my body. Um, and, you know, from being on it and not being on it. So getting in, the only reason why I got off of it was because at that time I was just dating someone like in 2017 and I just got off of it for a little while and it truly messed up my system. So it's called eat right for your blood type. Okay. That's like the the name of the book by Dr. I think Peter Peter Adrino. I can't pronounce his last name, but it's it starts with an A and it's like apostrophe D or something like that. But um it's it it does make a difference. So it's like if your if your body needs mostly vegetables, then you should do it. For me, my body needs lean meats. Mm. So I only really eat turkey and fish. And I don't eat it all the time. I just eat it when my body asks me to, you know, get it. And, that's, it and I think that's the key. So. It's like it's like kind of what you've already started talking about is is listening to your body and knowing who you are as an individual, and not just throwing some shit to a wall to see will it work or what somebody else is doing. It's it's <laughs> truly listening to your body. And sometimes we, I mean, sometimes we get you know a little too busy where we where we don't. Well, I know. Okay, let me speak for me. I get busy and I be ignoring the shit out of my body, and I don't be hearing what my body be saying. To my body be like, sit your ass down, and then I be like, all right, my bad, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna do a little bit of an icebreaker. Um, I normally do a top five. You know, it, it ranges for different things. Sometimes it's music. Sometimes it's it's something that. It's applicable to the person who I'm talking to, which this week, this top, this top five is. Don't say top ten or top five. It's a top five. It's a top five. <laughs> so this week's top five, I'm asking you, what are the top five biggest misconceptions about astrologers? That we believe in the devil. Oh Lord. Um. <laughs> that's number one. Astrology is <laughs> from the devil. Um. <laughs> that it's not real, um, which is the dumbest thing ever. Because if you know anything about astrology or astronomy, astronomy is an actual science, and it is the study of the planets. You know, astrology is a pseudoscience, um, which a lot of people don't know that they just like, oh, I don't believe in that stuff. But do you believe in God? Do you believe that God created the earth? Do you believe that God created the universe and the planets? Well, then how is it not mm. real? Excuse me. Mm. Um, that's two, three. Um, that it really can't predict things. That would be the third thing, that it really can't predict things about a person. Mm. Um, the fourth thing would be um, that you outgrow it. 
And then the fifth thing, the fifth misconception would be that it is that if something in astronomy is saying one thing, it should say the same thing in astrology, which it does not. Oh, I can see that. I can see that because since they, since, since it's commonplace that so many people like mix those two up anyway, so I can see that they they just think that they it's one and the same, and whatever whatever one says, the other one says. Right, and that's just not the case. It makes a lot of sense. See. And you, and you rattled those off. I just, yeah, I just told her about this like, like, like three minutes before we got started, and she just rattled that shit off. Like, yo, I'm telling you, she a real one. She a real one. So, no, thank you for that. Because I mean, I'm some of those obviously, um, I I know because you know you I talk to people, but 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 but, but like the last two kind of made me think about it. Like, huh? Okay. So, thank you for that. I guess I the first thing I want to ask is. Sun Star, how how did you come up with that to 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 be one of your to be your moniker? Um, so Leah has been like my name, like my nickname forever, like since I was in ninth grade. Just Leah, because people used to say I looked like Aaliyah when I was younger. Mm. Um, Aaliyah the singer, and I used to dress like her, very tomboyish when I was in high school. Um, cute but tomboyish. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I had a major spiritual awakening in 2015, and um, I was just kind of. I went on a vacation. It was one of those eat, pray, love type of things. Mm. I went on a vacation by myself. I had never done that before. I was like at the time 33, I want to say, and um. I had just graduated with my second master's degree and I decided I was going to go to Panama City Beach, Florida by myself. So I got a little Airbnb close to the beach. Like I could just, you know, walk to the beach every day. And I was there for like four days. I decided I was going to go in the ocean and just float. And I can't swim. Oh, (laughs) oh. Which was just, you know, I'm, but I'm adventurous. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I get out there and I'm just floating. And I just, I just remember passing out almost. And when I woke up, I was floating and there were jellyfish around me, but none of them stung me. Wow. And I just felt this sun on my skin and I just heard like a spiritual being say, well, hello, my sun star. And after that, I didn't even realize at the time there was a song by, I think his name is Jesse. Um, gosh, I have to look him up. Jesse Boykins mm-hmm. called sun star. I never, I never, I, I think I had heard it, but I, I thought it was soul star, but it's really sun star. And I absolutely love that song. But yeah, I just heard my name. And I always tell people, you always, once you have a spiritual awakening and you start getting in touch with your spirit guides, once you realize like any of your past life stuff or what realm you reincarnated from, um, there's a good book on it called uh, The Realm of Earth Angels. Mm. 
um, by Doreen Virtue. Um, she speaks of the different realms in that book that you could actually incarnate from um, as an earth angel. So, you know, we... You know, if you are a light worker, if you're a star seed, if you have have had a spiritual awakening and you come into this, you come to just know these universal that, okay, there's divine source. We're plugged into divine source. Divine source light shines through us. If we choose not to be plugged into divine source, then we're not. If we do, then we, we are. And so I always tell people, once you have a spiritual awakening nine times out of ten you are going to get blessed with some type of name and so mm. that's just that and after that that just became my brand that just became like yeah that's who i am and you know it's funny when i'm around my family you know and they're like calling me by my government name and i'm just like <laughs> and then some of them just, some of them just even stopped. Like, like, yeah, like, okay, well, we just not going to call her that. <laughs> we just going to call her Leah. <laughs> we just going to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but the story of you getting your name, like, like all of that, that is a, that is a beautiful story. It's like, you know, almost biblical, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And very wow. scary. Yeah. <laughs> very scary. Yeah, because I was, I was sitting there, like, look, clearly I know you leave because I'm talking to you right now. But I'm sitting there listening <laughs> as if, like, oh, my God, what happened next? Like, <laughs> that water has so many jellyfish. And I, like, you know how, you know what's really funny, though, is, you know, I'm always very protective of my energy. I have always, you know, been protective. But then, like, once you get deeper into your spiritual path and you know how to use crystals to protect yourself, you know how to use herbs and oils to protect yourself or candles or whatever you choose to use to do extra levels of protection around yourself. I don't go anywhere without wearing some type of protection around myself without praying some type of protection around myself. And it's important. Um, especially when you're on a spiritual journey, because mm -hmm. the more you listen, it's like, this is how you can distinguish high vibrational from low vibrational, low vibrational will just do whatever and don't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. High vibrational. Like for me, I'm not going on a trip. I'm not going to an event. I'm not doing anything uh, like that without consulting my ancestors and my spirit guides and my angels, my guardian angels, and, you know, any of the other saints in Loa that surround me, I'm not going and doing anything right. until I get an okay. Because <laughs> what I've noticed in my life, like since I, I'm going to say since 2015, okay, let's start there. Mm -hmm. When I had my spiritual awakening, what I have noticed is when I listen to my higher self, when I listen to the divine guidance that I receive, I avoid certain things. But when I don't listen, it's almost like paying to watch your paying to watch disaster or um watching other people's disasters. Like yeah. 
I can I can give I can at least give one good example of, of when you when you don't listen and when you do listen. I can give you two examples. So if you want those before the end, I'll definitely <laughs> drop those, you know, those experiences of this is what happens when you listen. This is what happens when you don't listen. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. That, that yo, this is this is this is very interesting. And I and I think what um I guess what I'm compelled to kind of ask you next is all right, 20, 2015, you have this spiritual awakening. And and so you had you are, you know, second generation, you know, a, astrologer and six sixth generation uh herbalist. So you you kind of just talked about how the the family kind of like, okay, you don't want to be called by your government name. This this is what you like to be called. How do they embrace you once once you kind of um awoken spiritually? So my mother um, I mean, well, my dad, you know, he is deceased now, but it didn't matter what I wanted to do. I mean, is I mean, my dad was gonna love me regardless. He did. He just did not care. Um, I was his baby, and it didn't matter what I wanted to do. If I wanted to be gay, straight, if I wanted to snort coke, it didn't matter what I wanted to do. And I'm not saying I did that because I didn't, but I'm just saying if I would have chosen to do that, he would right. not have cared. Like he just loved me unconditionally. And that's a great feeling that a lot of people don't get to have is that experience with a parent. Um, and I was fortunate enough to have both of my parents show me, you know, what unconditional love is and what it means. Um, my mom gave me my first astrology book when I was like six years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay. So, and my dad inundated me with encyclopedias when I was like six or seven years old. I remember he told me I couldn't date, so I read this huge book on love that taught you about all the different types of love, like agape, eros. Like I was like literally ten years old reading about love and relationships. To be honest, and wow, with the herbalism, um. It goes back generations, on, especially on both sides of my family, but especially on my mom's side of the family. My grandmother used to grow her own marijuana. Like, my grandmother grew everything. And for me, I'm more into dried herbs um, and brewing teas and different things to help with different ailments, using herbs to, like, do anything, spiritual baths, um how home cleansers, you know, anything like that. So, mm -hmm. but it runs in my mom's line of the family. So does my mediumship gifts. So every, pretty much every female on my mom's side of the family has the gift of what some would call sight. Mm -hmm. So being able to see across the veil. Yeah. So my mom and my dad, like both sides of my family, like I said, grew their own herbs, their own fruits, vegetables. It just kind of stopped with me. Maybe if I have a little mini me, my mini me might pick it up, but I'm not yeah. much of a gardener. But when I tell you my family like grows like everything, jalapenos, pears, oh, okay. oranges, okay. you know, herbs, like all of that stuff. And then they make like, you know, canned stuff and what's it like jars of mm -hmm. preserves and stuff like that. My dad used to make his own rum. <laughs> and his own brandy yeah mm. like peach brandy from the peaches he would grow in the yard so 
Oh, I yeah, thought that like, was delicious. Absolutely. And see, oh. I've taken it to a different level. Like I, what I do is, you know, I research and study herbs for their medical or medicinal mm-hmm. uses and for their spiritual uses. So yeah. when I look at, you know, a particular herb, I'm looking at it for, okay, how can it heal you internally? And then what can it do for you externally? But yeah, like definitely it runs in my family. I've embraced it fully. <laughs> okay. I need, I need your education. I need your education. So like I said, I ran down your resume. So priestess and fairy. So break, kind of break down those to me. Um, so pretty, probably early on in my um, spiritual awakening, I read that book on the realm of earth angels because it's like feeling like you weren't from here, like feeling like mm-hmm. you didn't come from here. And what am I doing here? Why did I choose to incarnate here? <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. um, instead of just saying earth is ghetto and I want to leave, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like, you really have to think about why you yeah. chose this for yourself. Yeah. So for me, I realized in reading that book, you, cause you can be an incarnated angel. You can be an incarnated elemental. Elementals are things such as fairies, uh, pixies, elves, trolls unicorns Mm -hmm. um you could be from the realm realm of wise ones which are witches warlocks um Mm -hmm. wizards you can be um from the star people realm which are aliens Mm -hmm. um you can be from the mer people realm which are mermaids the thing is um when you become familiar with where people could incarnate from then you can see them so, like, for me, when I say I'm a fairy, yeah. Like, if you look at my eyes, if you look at my ears, if you look mm-hmm. at my skin. Yeah. And then Rihanna's a fairy. Um, oh, okay. I, I can see that. So, it's like we age really slowly. Um, yeah. We tend to look younger than what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to have pointed ears and, you know, like certain types of skin. Um mm-hmm. Incarnate, we tend to be kind of slim. Um, I have freckles, you can't see them because I have makeup covering them, but yeah, like we tend to, you know, a lot of um, a lot of us have lighter hair, or we choose to have lighter hair, we try to make our hair lighter. But each realm, like each realm, has characteristics. So if you research the realms, you can actually tell where you're from because we all have different characteristics. So that's where the fairy came from. I am truly a fae. Fae have different characteristics than incarnated angels. Um, incarnated angels and fae have different characteristics than aliens. Little Wayne, when he said he was an alien, he's an alien. He literally incarnated from the realm of star people. And at some point he realized it because you will, you will realize it. Like at some point, if you have a spiritual awakening, if you become more in tune, then you'll just know there's a lot of incarnated angels here. Um, Incarnated angels are typically more heavy set. Um, They end up helping a lot of people, but they bring stress to themselves. Mm, Bingo, bingo, (laughs) bingo. I got you. All right. See, I found my people. I found my people. Okay. He- got the heavy set, helping out people. I'm stressed to the mug. Yep. Girl, you yeah. called it. You see, see, you knew too. That's why you see. So you definitely you read about 
incarnated angels, um, definitely. Um, just to know where you come from, because again, you'll you'll be sitting there reading it, reading the book, like, oh wow, like, and then you'll be able to see people for who they are. Like, I can walk down the street and say, oh, that's an elf. Oh, that person's an alien. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I can literally tell like what round people are from now, like. I've, you know, dated people and I've been like, oh, you're a warlock. And they'll be like, mm. what? Yeah, <laughs> you really are. You should look up your people. You, you should read that book. <laughs> you, should, I'm a, yeah. you should become more in tune with who you are. I'm not a warlock. Yeah, you are. I mean, you might not be practicing, but that doesn't mean that it's not who you are. And then as far as me being a priestess, well, I, um, what's the word? When I first had my spiritual awakening, probably not even a year went by, my dad transitioned. It was a very painful experience for me. And at the time, I was more familiar with my angelic spirit guides, like the angels that were surrounding me, like my guardian angels, um, the Mm -hmm. archangels that were, you know, with me a lot. Um, My fairies and my fairies are very interesting they hardcore they smoke they they tell it like it is if you need to break up with somebody they're gonna be like he gotta go we don't like him walk away like they very they very exact now it took me a while to connect with my ancestors because of my dad's transitioning because it literally happened within my first year of my spiritual awakening his his transitioning and because I'm a medium and I'm kind of like one of the matriarchs, one of the main matriarchs in my family, I was actually there to help him with his transition. So I was there when he, he held me when I took my first breath, I held him as he took his last breath. Wow. So it was hard, but I wouldn't take it back for the world um, yeah. to just have that experience, even though it, it was very painful for me. Um, it took me a while after that to start to venerate or honor my ancestors because my dad had just became an ancestor. And at that point in time, I was still learning about how to properly venerate or, you know, honor my ancestors. And, you know, they're here to help us elevate, but we also have to help some of them elevate. Because, you know, Uncle Bobby Ray Ray, that was, you know, smoking and drinking and shooting people while he was here on earth, he ain't gonna just exactly be like, oh, everybody go, everybody go to heaven. No, some people just don't. Some people just stay yeah. here and you have to help them to elevate. And if mm-hmm. that's, and it could be some of your ancestors that are still around and you just have to help them, help them to elevate, pray for their elevation and, and you know, help them by honoring them by praying for them as they are helping us as well. So with that being said, I started researching African tradition religions because literally I am, I do come from a mixed heritage, but I don't care if, you know, people say, well, I have Caribbean, I have Caribbean roots in my family, but there were African slaves bought to the Caribbean to make up the Caribbean. Absolutely. So we yeah, still yeah. all from Africa is what I'm yeah. trying to tell yeah. people. <laughs> exactly. You came from Cameroon. You came from being in Togo. You came from Mali. Like 
again, and you yeah. was, and you were brought to Puerto Rico. Okay, well, the people, the I don't know why people seem to think that Spanish people people all came from Spain. That's not true. No, <laughs> no. But a lot of people stop think playing. That. Like, but a lot of people yeah. think that and it's it's offensive. It's offensive yeah. to me because like. You know, there's a lot of people that were brought from Africa, and then they learned Spanish. They they learned Spanish from Spaniards. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they were from Spain. And I think people right. get that confused. Like when there's and then you know, and then there's the colorist thing. And I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah, people think yeah. that because you you got to be light skinned to be from Puerto Rico. That's not true. No, not at all. I mean, it's so. I mean, when I say blacker than black people in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico to speak full Spanish, no English, but they came. They originated from Ben and Togo. They still came from Africa, you know, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. So once I got to know my roots and where mm-hmm. I came from, that's when you know I got deeper into studying African tradition religions because at some point my slave owners religion just wasn't for me like right. i just i love god i know god i like i believe in yashua but it was just sitting in church and not really not really feeling spiritually fed and knowing right. that this isn't where i came from like this isn't my roots so i began mm-hmm. to research you know different religions or different atrs and it kind of, you know, chose me, like. <laughs> yeah. And, and kudos to you with that, because a lot of people stick within the same realm of religion that, you know, that you know, their family has. And it's, and it's not like it's deep, like generation, generation, generation family. It's only like two or three generations and what they have embraced. And then and, and they are so locked in it. And so the thing about religion where I, I talk to people all the time about it is like, yeah, you can still have the primary basis of, of what your your mom, your grandma, your great grandma may have believed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what they believe has been altered. His, it, religion, it, history teaches us a lot that, that, that religion has, has been altered to serve a, a purpose for the greater good or probably for somebody's personal gain in, you know, in, in money. And so doing the proper research as opposed to just, well, this is what my mama did. This is what my grandma did. Well, they didn't do the research. And then, and then you have to also think about it at that time, they didn't have the, the access to do that research. We got the whole, we got the whole internet in our pocket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, we just and and that's what this kind of podcast is all about. That's why I like having these conversations because it's not just accepting things. It's it's ha- it's sitting here having a full blown conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's open up perspectives. Let's look at things. And and, and this is why this is why I I have been stalking you for months because I I wanted to have you on so we can have these conversations. I mean, you you basically just said so much stuff that I I need to have you on like three more times. You know what I mean? Like I just gotta. <laughs> Just gotta work work some time in your schedule and just keep bringing you back as a reoccurring guest <laughs> because because it is because it's so many different topics that you touched upon that that just it just makes a lot of sense and and it's and it's all about taking that time to research taking that time to look and just not accepting things absolutely Yo. absolutely yeah you so good. <laughs>
You know, people, you some fuck. people don't, you know, I tell people, if you believe, you got to know what you believe in and you, and you exactly. have to know where you came from. And you also have to, cause like a lot of people, I had somebody tell me, well, I thought you would go into this or I thought you would go into that. And I'd be like, I was like, look, <laughs> I did my research and, you know, before, cause you know, with ATRs, you have to be initiated, you know? And so it's it's just not like a, a free-for-all, like everybody just gets in. That's just not how it works either. Um, there's right. certain things that you have to do. And I always tell people that you have to, you know, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. We really, truly are. Yes. So if, just yes. knowing that and knowing that we have all of this access to, like, different things. And we can use these things to better ourselves. We should be doing it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to have to have you back. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we get back from break, I'm going to talk to you about the, the first thing that I wanted <laughs> to talk to you about before I, I start trying to book you for different shows in the, in the future. But when we come back from break, we're going to talk about um, the Zodiac and, and the compatibility because... <sighs> I got questions, and I know you're the, you're the person to give me the answers. So, Leah the Sun Star, Jared Dam, it's about damn time. All right, we are back. It's about damn time. I am with the lovely, the talented. I'm, you know what? I'm a fan, girl. I'm a fan. <laughs> Leah the Sun Star. Leah the Sun Star. Yeah, oh, you have no idea. And and y'all, if if y'all didn't know, she she has been nominated multiple times for damn awards. Like I'm saying, like I'm telling you, like I, it's, it ain't like it's just a couple of months and I ain't known her. I've been like a fan for like a long time. So yeah, again, thank you for everything that you've talked about so far. And now we're kind of getting into um, zodiac compatibility because uh, all right, <laughs> I got I got so many questions. I got so many questions. So. My thing is first, probably within like the I say like the last maybe year or so ago. I don't know. My mind slips me. Um, I was like, I'm just started getting into additional things other than just the sun sign. So when people think you know, you know, astrology, they they like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm a Taurus. And I, I act just like a Taurus, and this is what I do. And I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm a Taurus. And then and then. And I look at the list of stuff that 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 Tauruses have, and I'm like, well, this stuff fits, but you know, I don't know about this stuff. And so I was like, well, you know, and I think that's probably why some people go with, oh, it's just they just based on generalizations, and that's it. And so, but it's 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 more it's to it, right? It's it's more than just the sun uh-huh. sign. So 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 break break it down to like how how do you how do you get from just the sun sign to to everything? Like what's What's it all mean? Like, what's how? How's it all tied together? So you know, just like this is like kind of high level, but so your sun sign uh-huh. is like your your personality. So once a person gets to know you, that's what they will see you mm-hmm. as. You know, um, mm-hmm. your rising sign, your ascended sign is like your representative. So mm-hmm. it's who people first see when they first meet you. So. Like for you, for example, your rising sign is in Leo. So when people first see you, they're like, "Oh, he got he's he's like he got this very outgoing personality, and you know he he got a big heart, and he's and he's courageous, and yeah, he the life of the party." 
And then when they get to know you, they're like, oh, okay, he like his money green. He uh <laughs> he definitely like the finer things in life. Don't give him no cheap gift, but he gonna talk about you. Um, <laughs> he gonna talk about you bad. Um, <laughs> he can be stubborn. <laughs> He oh, so stubborn. So stubborn. If he don't want to go somewhere and do it, and then when people like really get to know you because your moon sign is in Virgo, so our moon sign is really how we process emotional information, how we deal with things mm. on an emotional level. So you know, Virgo energy is still like Mercury energy. It's very logical energy. So you're not, mm. you know, typically. Even with your emotions, you're still very logical. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to invest your emotions into something that doesn't make sense to you logically. Mm. Mm. You're very calculated mm. with how you probably express your emotions. <laughs> it probably has to be at the right place in the right time for you. Yes. Um, and you can't be forced. And if somebody is talking to you and they're very emotional you're going to be looking at them trying to analyze how they got to that space of being that emotional. And then looking further at your chart, I see that you have Mercury in um, Aries and our Mercury sign is how we communicate, how we give and receive information. Um mm. You like people to be very direct with you, and you are going to be very direct with them. You don't like to have to guess how somebody feels. You oh, like, oh, girl, you, you spitting. To, you talking to me you right know, now. You know, you you like to get it done. Like, just just say what you got to say, and you know, or you know, leave me alone. Like, you don't do small talk. Mm-hmm. You don't really like small talk. You like that straight Mm-mm. to the point. Let's get to it. You know, tell me what you got to tell me. You know, whatever it is, like very direct. Um, you like quick, fast information too. You like to be able to go get something and get it. You don't want to have to look all around and research it and do all that. You like to go somewhere and just get the information or have it there. Like, boom, like what we need to do. Okay, let's get it. Um, and that's how you communicate too. Very direct. So (laughs) Venus, your Venus is in Gemini. So for men, a man's Venus sign is more like what he's attracted to in a in a woman, you know, or mm-hmm. in whatever he desires, like, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. man, woman, it don't matter, you know? Um, right. And then a woman's Venus sign is typically what she offers or what she brings to a romantic relationship. So for you... Okay. Your Venus is in Gemini, but keep in mind, Venus is the planet of love. It's the planet of beauty. It's the planet of pleasure. It's the planet of wealth. So, um, a person's Venus sign, I always say is, is how you are in relationships, but then it also tells you other things about yourself. Like I noticed your Venus is in Gemini in your 10th house. So more than likely, you're going to end up being in some type of business situation with your romantic partner. And your romantic partner is going to have to be very business minded. And, um, you know, you like you like women who got a little bit of aggression to them, not too much. But, you know, you don't really like, you know, passive women or women who are just, eh, 
man can be a pushover. Like, and you like women who, you know, if you if you're not dating multiple women, you gotta be with a woman who is going to have multiple, be multifaceted. I will say that. Like, mm-hmm. she gotta be a boss in the boardroom, a freak in the bedroom. She gotta she gotta mm-hmm. make it interesting. Like, she gotta maybe look like a different woman on this day than she did on that day. She might have to get a couple of wigs, get a couple mm-hmm. of costumes. You know, she gotta she gotta re you you like it you like love and romance to be like in, inventive or and you also have to be with somebody who's very intellectual. You can't be with nobody that's dumb. Yes. You can't be with somebody who can't carry no. a conversation. You get bored easily because of your Venus sign. So you have to be with somebody who can keep your attention intellectually. That's the main thing. It ain't just about sex for you. It has to be intellectual because Gemini is also ruled by Mercury. Ooh, girl, I, if you was here, I would hug you right now. Like everything, every every damn thing you saying, man. Like it's 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 touching my soul right now. It is touching my soul. I, I you know what, Leah? I feel seen and I feel heard right now. Oh, girl. So I always tell people if you never had an astrology Ooh. reading, because that's what I do in my readings. Like I will literally record a video. I go through all of the signs. I talk about what house it's in you know, what placement is in, what it means for different areas. Because each one of the placements in your birth chart means something different. Like your Mars sign is how you take action and also how you are sexually in a sexual uh, in, in sexual situations, like what you like sexually. Your mm. Jupiter is pretty much like how you're going to, you know, where you're going to have luck and good fortune in your life. Um, Saturn is where you're going to learn your most lessons. Um, Uranus is where you're going to be the most, um, kind of rebellious or where you're going to like really want to stand your ground in, in that area. Um, your Neptune is, um, where you might not see things for what it really is in your chart. Your Pluto is also where you might have to learn some hard lessons or where things might, be a little difficult for you, you know, but in your North node is where, what you're supposed to do in this lifetime, like which energy you're, mo- you're mainly supposed to be in, in this lifetime, your, your South node, oh. it, or it's called your North node or your true node, right? That's what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. in this lifetime. Your South node is what you were in your previous lifetime. And what happens is whatever Zodiac sign your South node is, it's like almost like you're fighting, this whole this whole lifetime not to be like that person and to really step into your true node or your north node and we have like returns we have north node returns we have different returns throughout our lives where we can literally feel like major shifts about to happen in our life um your midhaven is also career money driven um your chiron chiron is not a planet it's more of a um an asteroid but still looking at that can help you navigate you know your relationships typically with your parents and also with lovers um because it shows you what you need to heal like what kind of healing Mm. internal inner child healing you need to work on your your juno kind of like tells you what type of partner you need to be within this life. And then your Vesta kind of tells you what you should be doing in this lifetime. 
So for you, you definitely have a lot of Virgo and a lot of Gemini in your chart. And that's just this Virgo and Gemini, even though Gemini is a, an air sign and Virgo is an earth sign, they're both ruled by the planet Mercury. So Mercury is the governing planet and Mercury is the planet of communication. It's the planet of, of information. It's the planet of knowledge. It's the planet of technology. So it rules all of those things. So with you right now, I'd be surprised if you weren't all over the place because Mercury's in, because Mercury's in retrograde and most of your planets are ruled mm. by Mercury. You have mm. at least, you got like six planets ruled by Mercury. Jeez. See, you, you spell it out my whole life. I see, yeah, because I, I have felt all over the place. And, and it wasn't until we talked prior to, you know, like when we was booking this recording and everything, I didn't I didn't even realize that we were we was going through a second Mercury retrograde. Like I hadn't checked. And so when you said that, I was like, oh and and, and I think that day I had ordered a new computer and i was like oh no mm. <laughs> i was like oh because i didn't know i probably should have did it like a week earlier but i didn't know <laughs> and so i was like oh man well i, I just hope this works out because i because this one is it's about done um you have introduced me to totally so many different things so my mind is is currently blown so <laughs> allow me to try to recollect myself um because some of this some of this stuff i had never even heard of before so um, I know that you do, you know, the, uh, the astro- like you say, you do the astrology, uh, for us, like the romantic compatibly reading. Um, and again, your link will be, will be on my show notes, you know, so y'all just click on the show notes and y'all go ahead and get this book in because, because she is definitely, um, really, really good at what she do, but, uh, what she does. But I guess two things that kind of stuck out to me in what you were saying. So one. I had to go back to the sex one with Mars, right? Because you know, it's me. So, uh, so you, so you mentioned that's what, that's what you per, uh, that's what you kind of want sexually and in, in, in things of that nature, and it's almost like, um, so if that is mine mm-hmm. is in Leo, so what is what is what is, what is, is that? Does that mean like a a, a more aggressive type? type deal what how, how does that how does that relate to so having a mars and leo does indicate like that you can you know you you're definitely going to want to assert yourself um in different ways so it could be mm-hmm. creatively you um in your creativity uh inside and outside of the bedroom um it makes you a very energetic person a very like when you're working towards a goal you have enough willpower to get it done you have natural leadership qualities so it's like you're not going to be wanting to take orders from somebody you're going to want to Mm. you i mean working a regular smegla degla job just might not be in the cars for you unless you're the owner of the company you know it's like that's a Mars is the planet of aggression. It's the planet of of action. I call it the the daddy planet. It's very you know take charge type of energy. Um, and it does rule our sex drive and our sexual desires. So, in the you like you like your your sex life to be rewarding and and very colorful and and fun and inventive. Um, 
still romantic, but a little egocentric, you know, just a little bit of it. Definitely wanting to please your partner. If, if your partner is not satisfied or if you don't, if your partner does not vocalize satisfaction, it, it is, it will just turn you off. It just won't even be good for you because you derive, you thrive when you're pleasing your partner. And of course you want to be pleasured too, but you take pride in definitely getting that reward from saying, yes, I have satisfied my partner. So. (laughs) Girl, it's like, you know, my life. It's like, it's like you just reading my life, man. Okay. All right. One, one, one more. And I, I, cause I, I will, I will hold you here and I know you got other things to do. So one more that I wanted, I wanted to kind of talk about, um, Man, you man, you know me. We we are we are besties now. So one thing, because um, I I did in a previous episode, I I I um I talked to a Zoe Flowers and she, and she actually gave me um a, a tarot card reading here. Um, so and she does that on her on her podcast. So I want to really connect y'all too. I had wrote it down in my notes because she likes to interview people who um who are in this, who are on their spiritual journey and, and everything like that. And, and okay. it's a good energy. It's a, she's a good, a good energy. So I want to connect y'all. But one of the things she, that she told me about was, um, the North node. And, you know, so I didn't, I didn't know what that was. And, she, and then she gave me the information to, to look it up. And so I wish I would looked up my South node because what you said about it being the past life is interesting because they're worn together. But I, I looked at my North node, also leo so um so that's where where you're supposed to be presented in life and so um okay i'm gonna be honest with you all right i'm gonna be honest with you because mm-hmm. because i know you're leo mm-hmm. right because <laughs> i do my research um <laughs> so Typically, I don't do well with Leos. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, typically, I just don't do well with Leos. And I, and I was just like, oh, Leo. And so now that I'm looking at all this, where it's so much Leo in there, okay. You pretty okay, much are makes a, a lot of fire. Fire. <laughs> right. You have, you right. You have a lot of, look, you have like seven or eight fire <laughs> placements in your chart. So that is Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. You might not like us, but you pretty much saying you don't like yourself. <laughs> Right, so which which that's a whole different podcast, and it's on its own because it's kind of true. But but I think I love I love this because um you you saying that's what I'm supposed to be in this particular lifetime, and what I what I think that is interesting is that um I struggle with I guess my Virgo Moon and me you know, or analyzing and me just not just going out there and just being me. And I feel like what quote unquote Jared Dam is, is, is big fire, big sun, big Leo energy that goes out and just, and just gets, Mm -hmm. gets, gets shit done. And so I feel like I've been like warring with that persona for a while. The fact that you said that you don't have to know my, my South node with with the information. I, I probably I, I I know I probably have to look it up, but um, to look at another chart. But I'll get that to okay. you offline, just so you'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have your regular information. I just have to pull it up in another. And I have okay. I have software that I have paid for, and then I have you know other tools that I use 
that aren't so that don't cost as much, but still, this this like I have to look it up separately. No, I I, I get that. It's just it was for me that I guess that was interesting because when you talk about they they're warring, so that, that probably makes sense. Where Jared versus Jared Dam is always having this battle, and so from for the the main part I got from the conversation that we had. And I, I've got a lot of stuff from you, so you like <laughs> you're awesome. But the main stuff is like just embracing that that North Node and embracing the energy that I'm supposed to have in my life. So as I as I fight the try to be like, oh, this is what I need to be. I I, I don't I don't know why I thought that I needed to to not be this way, not have that not have that energy come out. So I have learned. Look, y'all, if y'all don't do nothing else. <laughs> y'all go to these show notes. Y'all click on this link. <laughs> y'all go. Y'all go schedule some time with with Leah the Sunstar. Because because look, I'm all excited. She, I promise you, this if this was if we were live here, I would be giving her a hug right now. And I might have a little. I might have a couple tears, but that's beside the point. So so Leah, thank you so much. But before you go, before you go, because I know you know you got to rest, recalibrate before you have your meeting. So before you go. Tell everybody where they can find you. Tell everybody where they can they can click and schedule to book with you and every all the wonderful things that you do. Um, so you can definitely reach out to me on my Instagram page for sure. I have um, what is it? So I'm on Instagram um, at Leah L I A underscore the T H E underscore Sunstar S U N S T A R. Um, if you go there, you can actually click the book me link and or you can go to my link tree and you can also book me for my link tree. If you click on my link tree, you can it will take you to my YouTube channel. If you click on any reading in my YouTube channel, I do have a link to book me there as well. Um, I try to do monthly readings and I do definitely do moon readings with every moon and those readings are free and I post them. And I'm also on TikTok as Leah the Sunstar, no underscores, um, on TikTok now too, where I post readings. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how you get in touch with me. And guys, if you did not, I would never inbox people. Um, that's just not my style. I'm not going to ask anybody to buy anything from me. Um, so mm-hmm. if you get anything or somebody impersonating me, I will never, <laughs> never inbox you and ask you to purchase anything. So, and if you, if you don't book me, I don't do like uh, DM readings or anything like that. You actually have to book through my link. Most of my readings are recorded. I have one live reading that I'm offering now. All the rest of my readings are recorded. So if you, I do individual birth chart readings. I do compatibility readings, as Jared has stated. Um, I'm offering a spring healing reading right now um, to let you know what you need to work on before summertime comes, internal healing. Mm. Um, And I am doing, so I do recorded readings. All of my astrology chart readings are recorded. I do personal readings that are recorded. And yep, I do offer one live reading, but the slots for those are, are not as prominent as the recordings. Y'all, y'all, she's she's a busy lady, so y'all gotta y'all gotta sit there, step the game of look up. You know what I mean? Like it's, this this lady be making moves. Like I'm prom I promise you. So I've been following you for a long time. Gonna continue to follow you now. 
now after having a conversation with you and talking your ear off for an hour, now I feel like we're friends, so it's all good now. So I, now I, can, I feel like I can harass you more now. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beg for stuff for free from you, but I, I'm gonna check in and say, hey, because we're friends now, so it's 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 all good. And, and I and I I can't thank you enough for for this conversation. It has been it has been truly enlightening. I knew that I was going to be enlightened. But it has um, surpassed my expectations of enlightenment, <laughs> if I may say so. And I just did. Yeah, so. You're welcome. It was an absolute pleasure and honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. And join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.